questions you've submitted and answer them. If you want your question to be featured on Ask Kimmy, hit me up on the socials. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, on my website, kimmytravels.com. I can't wait to hear from y'all. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Ask Kimmy. This one is going to be a little bit different because I'm actually not answering user-submitted questions. I'm just talking to y'all. So I really wanted to come on and just share my thoughts about what's happening right now in the world and more specifically in Texas, which is where, which is where I am. So besides being travel-focused, Kimi Travels is also focused on social issues. So for today's uh, episode, um, it starts with an introduction, right? Hi, I'm Kimberly. Hi, I'm so-and-so. Ah, where are you from? I'm from Texas. And this was through a virtual meeting, um, you know, with the internets. And the person I was talking to literally just said, oh, I'm sorry. And that was it. It was understood. And I was like, girl, you're sorry. (laughs) I'm here. (laughs) It is so hard um, to see kind of this daily assault on rights, on everybody's rights, right? Voting rights, women's rights, um, the rights for equality, uh, the rights to protect our planet, uh, the right to live your life, right? What is that? The pursuit of happiness, liberty, freedom, blah, blah, blah. It actually, it seems that it's under a constant attack. Um, so yeah, I'm from Texas, y'all. I'm from Texas. I think the best thing about Texas is that I can say y'all and it's not like, <laughs> it's not weird. <laughs> it's it's totally normal. Maybe that's the, the, my favorite bit about Texas is that I can say y'all and not feel like, oh, anyway about that. So that was something that happened. And then this kind of introduction. And then also I was uh, exchanging messages with a friend of mine. Um, He's actually in Korea. We met in Korea. And he'd seen a story that I posted about our governor. Um, I'm going to say speaking out of the side of his neck because he obviously had no idea what he was talking about. The question raised to him was, uh, why are there no exceptions to this new anti-abortion law? Um, they're calling it the six week, uh, fetal heartbeat law, which honestly, the wording is even erroneous, like nothing in it is like based in truth or fact or science. So the question posed to the governor was, why is there no exception for rape or incest? And basically that means if you are raped or you get pregnant by an incestuous encounter, you cannot get this abortion. And he's like, no, 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 no. There's plenty of time uh, for um, uh, these women who are assaulted to get their uh, abortions. And actually, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go Texas on them. We're going to eliminate and arrest and imprison and prosecute all the rapists that ever were. Um, Sir, wait, what? Okay. Deep cleansing breath. Watching this man or watching these words fall out of his face is just, it's absurd. It's an absurdity. So when I was talking to my friend, Michael, he's like, you know what, Kimberly? Um, 
you're right. It is absurd. It doesn't make sense. You know, you cannot try to make sense out of a senseless situation because it's not about women's rights. And that's so true. I wish I could be like a fly on the wall when they're coming up with this, with their schemes and they're like, okay, we need some low hanging fruit to rile up the people. What can we throw at them as a distraction? <gasps> I know women's rights. We're going to take away their right to bodily autonomy. You know what? Wonderful. And let's just like play this circus and see how it plays out. And you can tell that they've not put any thought into it because again, there's no facts, there's no science behind the claims that they're making. Even this whole six week period or grace period as they're wanting to call it, like, oh, it's plenty of time. But if you have any knowledge of how the female reproductive system works, how our cycles work, you would know that six weeks is nothing, right? You have to wait until a missed period before you know if you're pregnant. But that's besides the point. So we were talking back and forth and it's like, it's all kind of part of a big plan. It's all premeditated. It's all planned. It's got nothing to do with the actual subject, right? This, this topic that they want you to think it's about. What it's really about is them maintaining this modicum of power. They are uh, pandering to their base to, again, hang on to this idea of, of power. And, and that's basically it, right? So what I feel is that we're wasting so much time going in circles. And like I said, I feel like I'm beating my head against the wall on a daily basis. I'm, I'm surprised I'm not concussed. <laughs> I've not given myself a, a, a concussion, a hypothetical concussion from like banging my head on this wall. Um, but it's, it's not about any of these issues, right? It's not, it's only about these games, these political games that are being played in order to maintain the power, which is, again, also comes back to money and greed um, and this idea of white supremacy. So we agree, me and my friend, that yes, it has nothing to do with the actual uterus of women. It's to do with a power game. It's all politics. So another thing I saw, it's, it's kind of like, I've been wanting to put this out since this happened, but it's just like an assault of information. And then every day something else happens. And I'm like, oh, wait, should I include that? Oh, wait, but that, that. okay, I'm just going to put it out there, y'all. So another thing that I saw was from um, um, a man I'm following on Twitter. His, his handle is Fred T. Joseph. And he basically says, from climate change to COVID, it should be more... Um, apparent than ever that no society centered on white supremacy and capitalism is sustainable. And again, I couldn't agree more. So what we have seen happening, I would say forever and always, some of us forever and always, others are just, you know, newly eyes open, um, is that it's not sustainable. Our planet is dying. We've just exited a 20-year war to what? Nothing. Just death, destruction, um, poverty, um, um, yes, rape, pillage, you know, it, it was a war and it was not successful. Billions of dollars were spent, wasted, lives were lost on both, on both ends. And it's just, it's a tragedy. So 
back to capitalism. I was in the store the other day. I'm sorry if this seems like a bit here, there, and everywhere, but this is this is literally like my train of thought. It was like, this thing happened. Oh my gosh. The other thing happened. Oh my gosh. So capitalism. I was just, you know, picking up some necessities, I guess you could say. And I roll down this aisle and I see Merry Christmas stockings and reindeers and Christmas trees. And I was like, we are barely into the second week of September. How are Christmas decorations out already? And it's this driving force of spend money, spend money, sale, sale, capitalism, uh, stimulate the economy. Even these paltry checks that they kind of handed out at the top of the pandemic, it wasn't for our well-being, right? It was like, we're going to give you this money and we want you to go out and spend it. Even if you um, put yourself, your personal health at risk, we need to stimulate the economy. Yes, look at the stimulus check. (laughs) Forget your basic needs. Spend money you don't have in a very uncertain time. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. So it's just like, yeah, you guys, um, this mill of just spending money, this mill of maintaining uh, this illusion of power at, at all costs, literally at all costs, it, it, it's hard to make sense of it when you're in it. So what I am challenging myself to do, and I want to challenge you to do also, um, is instead of, you know, kind of fighting these things like, yes, okay, we have to fight. We have to protect our rights. We have to go deeper. Like think about the why. Why are they doing these attacks, right? And I think our counter kind of attack would be much more effective if we don't just kind of stay on that surface level, right? Um, This is just my thought, of course, feel free to disagree. But I think it's, you know, it's bigger than what they're presenting. And what they're presenting is like total crap. Again, not based in anything except for their own fantasies, their own imaginations. But what they're doing is they're playing a game. And it would be laughable if not for the fact that people are actually dying, right? So hiding behind this kind of veil of being pro-life when literally everything that they do is contrary to saving lives. The list of offenses is extensive. It goes on and on and on. And just like the audacity and the hypocrisy of it all, it's it's kind of mind-blowing, right? So besides this kind of attack on women's rights, we also have this silly kind of debate. I think it's like the great mask debate. But why is it a debate? We're literally talking about public health in this unprecedented time of a pandemic and the priority should be saving lives. So I want to know who argues against protecting children for this like supposed attack on personal freedoms? darling, do you want to live or do you want to die from the COVIDs? I'm trying to stay alive, right? So I'm fully vaccinated. I never stopped wearing a mask, you know, once I actually left my house. (laughs) That took a feat. That took a feat, you know, in and of itself. So, okay, I was always masked. And even like inside my house, if somebody came over, it's like, oh, let's wear a mask six feet apart, open all the windows, open all the doors. We need some circulation, right? So how is it how, is, how did protecting children become this great political divide? Um, there, there is no, you know, our side or their side. It's just like protect lives. It's also so sad to me when you think about the lives of children that have been 
and are being lost because of policy or lack of policy. So you're telling me that the kickbacks you're getting from these lobbyists, right, from the NRA, from gun rights people, it's more important than saving your children. But I think the thing is that it's not their children, right? It's our children. Their children are masked and protected. Ours are not. Um, So yeah, like, I think it was after Sandy Hook, if it weren't already perfectly clear about the lack of caring for the lives of our children. Because instead of passing laws, you know, regulating guns, they would rather traumatize all children even further by having them do active shooter drills. So it's like, okay, kids, not if, but when your classmate starts shooting up the school, this is what you're going to do. What effect is this going to have on our kids? Like when I was in school, we did tornado drills because, you know, again, Texas tornadoes come through. So we learned, okay, hide under your desk. And, you know, if you're in this place, go to that place. And, you know, that was, and it never happened, right? But the idea that you're going to school every day or you're sending your kids off to school every day, and it is a very real possibility that somebody's going to, you know, shoot them, kill them, massacre other students. It's just so sad. Again, it's beyond my comprehension that you would be able to sacrifice children in order to line your pockets and to pad your your bank account. So yeah, there is no, there's no care. And I think when you get to this point, it's like, what is the point of no return? Like how low does the bar have to be if you are now sacrificing the children? Um, so we have this um, pro-life, uh, trying to keep the government out of your personal endeavors. But then at the same time, you want to actually make pass, went through the Supreme Court, <clears throat> anyway, um, to dictate what people can do with their lives based on your religious beliefs. But anyway, who said your religion is the religion? It all, I mean, it's all so interconnected. Um, Even if you think about like climate change um, and we have this space race, right? So we have these billionaires (laughs) who don't pay taxes, right? Um, With more money than they could ever dream of spending. And instead of doing good, right? Ending world hunger, (laughs) free lunch for children. You know, they're like, I want to raise my friend to get 50 feet above the earth's atmosphere. Who could do it first? Ooh, ooh, ooh. And then once they did it, they literally, you know, stepped on everybody's head to get there and then gave this really strange, I think it was like Jeff Bezos that gave this really strange, um, thank you to all of the workers without whom this wouldn't be possible. And they're like, um, can I get a day off? Can I get some health care? He's like, no, no, no. You're asking for way too much. All right. So going back to capitalism, money, 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 the mean green. So anyway, Texas is doing Texas um, the most. We, I don't know if it got as much coverage, but besides this, this bill to uh, effectively end abortion, it's the strictest anti-abortion Uh, law in the land. Um, They've also passed (laughs) where you don't need 
any kind of training background certification to buy a gun, to buy and carry. So yeah, if you want to like bang, bang, shoot them up, come to Texas. Cause you know what? They're not going to check. There's no background checks. They're just like, you want a gun? You can like walk into Walmart. Of course, Walmart. Like I'll have an, a rifle, please. And maybe a handgun or two. Thanks. So Texas is already, I feel like a lawless land and we're just like putting bounties on women, on doctors, on clinics, even the the share ride drivers like Uber and Lyft. Like if you've driven a woman, it's like, I think you drove that woman to the abortion clinic. I'm a bounty hunter. Give me $10,000. It sounds ridiculous, but unfortunately it's true. And it's kind of like, oh my gosh, what even is happening in Texas? And I don't know how many times I've said that, but like I said, it is, it's like a daily assault. Um, so back to being, you know, pro-life, you know, without this government overreach, I just feel like they're trying to kill us. They really are. So if you are, you know, concerned about lives, you would do whatever you could to protect it. Mm, but they've not, they've not, they've not done anything, anything at all. So just going back from my short time in Texas, I've survived so much. I, I'm actually grateful to be alive. I feel like I need a You Survived Texas medal. Um, so back in February, we almost froze to death. We had a snowpocalypse because um, our, um, I don't know, whoever's in charge of the electrical system decided to line their pockets instead of equipping the power grid, which we're not connected to anybody because ugh, Lone Star State, whatever. Um, so when our power grid failed, people literally froze to death in their house. Like um, I was going through it. I actually have a podcast episode about how I survived. It really was survival. Um it was survival. And actually, I think I had like a bit of PTSD going back from like the, the, the first months of COVID. And they're just kind of like thrown into another situation that's really uncertain. And it was it was life and death, honestly. Um, so yes, they tried to kill us there. They're trying to kill us by, you know, denying COVID and then denying we um, that we can protect ourselves against it. Um, and then even this summer when they said, oh, because, you know, it's Texas. So our power grid's not meant for the cold. <laughs> We're a hot state. Guess what happened in the summer? Yes, boom, down again. Now we're baking in our houses. If we're not freezing, we're baking, right? Um, so that was another kind of ridiculous situation. So another question I have is, okay, it seems like you're actively trying to kill everybody um, to maintain your, you know, crumb of power so that you can get all of this money, right? All the money, the power, the prestige that comes with it, avoiding your taxes as well, ooh, ooh perks. But if you've killed everybody and, and their base as well, yeah, okay, anyway, who are you going to govern? Who are you going to have power over if there's nobody left? Are you all gonna like hop on a plane to Cancun and <laughs> or hop on, a, hop on a spaceship once, you know, Earth is doomed? Like, what's going to happen? There's there's going to be nobody left. We're killing each other and the planet. So I don't know, you guys. I don't know. I don't even know if there's a conclusion to this. Um, it's just I wanted to make it so very clear of my stance on these issues, which is abortion is health care. It's a basic health care. And for me, it's not even really a debate. So I don't want to, like, spend time... Uh, you know, going back and forth with Roe versus Wade and, you know, the historical significance of all of it, because 
I've been shown time and time again that these issues that they are kind of throwing at us as like a, a bit of a smokescreen, it's not about the issue. It's not about um, women's rights. It's not about protecting children. We are literally pawns in their game to hang on. They are clawing for, for this power to hang on to it because they see that it is slipping away. We are the global majority. They see that the end is near and they are doing everything to maintain their perceived power. And it is so sad. It is so sad that this is the state that we are in right now. So I'm just thinking, is humanity meant to survive? Because we're doing everything contrary to some to a people or to a race that is trying to survive. So yeah, I'm worried for us. I'm worried for us. Um, and the only thing that we can do, I think you have to fight with the tools that you have and our tools, even if it's not the perfect tool, but what we do have is the right to vote. And you may say, oh no, I don't vote because it never makes a difference. We see, we have seen, we are living in a historical moment where we have literally seen that it matters. When somebody starts fighting so hard to take something away from you because they see your power, even if you don't see it, they see your power. They see you showing up in numbers. They're going to do everything they can to block that. That is your tool. So I guess, yes, I do have a summary. You guys, vote. Oh my gosh. We have got to vote. If we have any like hope <laughs> of not, I don't know, extinguishing ourselves. <laughs> going extinct. <laughs> We've got to vote. And also, please wear a mask. Thanks. Okay, you guys, that's it for this episode of Ask Kimmy. Um, I hope you enjoyed my little ramblings and I'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Ask Kimmy. Remember to submit your questions for the next installment. If you enjoyed this episode, you can listen to it and others wherever you listen to podcasts. Go ahead and hit that like, share, subscribe. Do it right now. All right, everybody. I'll see you next time. And remember, enjoy the journey.